0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, September 11th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Florida crops threatened by Irma. U.S. and China make food safety ties official. And Ross, too early to be optimistic on NAFTA. Severe damage to Florida citrus and sugarcane farms are expected as the 400-mile-wide Hurricane Irma barrels up through Florida. The sustained winds of the hurricane that was hitting the Tampa area last night, certainly to bring harm to plenty of the state's sugarcane plants, making harvest later this year difficult or nearly impossible, according to USDA Chief Meteorologist Brad Rippey as he spoke with AgriPulse. Also very vulnerable are the Sunshine State citrus groves. Already besieged by the citrus greening disease, Florida's orange, grapefruit, and other trees are bound to lose a lot of fruit, Rippey said. Citrus farms are already being battered by severe easterly winds, and they'll be hit again by westerly winds on the backside of Irma as she moves through the state and then further north. Peanut, cotton, and other farmers in Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina also bracing for heavy winds and rains, according to the USDA weathermen. Rippey warned, you also have to be concerned about crops like peanuts in Georgia and the Carolinas. Even though they're going to get some heavy rain, hopefully this will move through quick enough that it won't have any long-term impact on those crops. The bigger threat is to cotton. The bowls are roughly a quarter to a third open, Rippey said, and that means they are very vulnerable. Cotton, once the bowls are open, is highly susceptible to damage from wind and rain. Purdue and Chinese FDA Minister Bi-Zheng at USDA headquarters. U.S. and China make food safety ties official. USDA has been working with China for over a year now, helping its Food and Drug Administration, the CFDA, put together new food safety policies. But the two countries made the relationship official with a Memorandum of Understanding and MOU last week at USDA headquarters. A visiting delegation from the CFDA, including CFDA Minister Beijing Kwan, sat down with USDA Secretary Sonny Perdue and signed the document that is aimed at tightening the two countries' ties and assuring the U.S. will have a seat at the table in the future international dealings, a U.S. government official told AgriPulse. That official said, quote, it's a tool for coordinating and communicating because we don't have a pre-existing relationship with the ministry. We've been working with them, but we didn't have a formal agreement between us like what FDA has, and now we do. China's the world's largest meat-producing and consuming country, and it's overhauling its food safety system. About a year ago, then FSIS Deputy Undersecretary Alfred Amanza met with high-level officials at the CFDA to help the Chinese reform efforts and the agencies have been working closely ever since. The CFDA was created about four years ago to replace the disgraced State Food and Drug Administration, the SFDA. China's SFDA chief was executed in 2007 for accepting bribes for food safety licenses. U.S. government officials said, We've had the intention of building this relationship and we've been operating as if it was signed already because the intent was clearly there. Ross. Too early to be optimistic on NAFTA. A lot has already been done and negotiators are moving quickly to rewrite the North American Free Trade Agreement. But it's still too early to tell if they're going to be successful. at the word of U.S. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross on Friday in an interview with the Washington Post. He said, quote, it's too early to tell. That's because negotiators have been tackling most of the relatively easy issues early on. The second round of talks wrapped up a week ago in Mexico City. And the third round is scheduled for later this month in Ottawa. Officials are working at a record-breaking pace, Ross said, but stress that it's what is needed if they hope to succeed. If the U.S., Canada and Mexico are going to successfully overhaul NAFTA, they're going to have to wrap up the negotiation in a few months, Ross said. It can't drag on too long because of the political calendar. You have the Mexican president elections in mid-summer next year. You have the Canadian provincial elections around the same time. Our fast-track authority, the Trade Promotion Authority, does expire in July of next year. And then, obviously, in November, we have the midterm election. As you get closer to all of those political dates, the ability to get anything done will go down. And then, there's always the risk that President Donald Trump will pull the plug on the talks. Ross warned that if it looked like negotiations weren't working out, Trump would simply pull the U.S. out of NAFTA, as he has previously threatened. Here's today's He Said It. I've told the people the analogy, it's like eating your seed corn. You know, when you have to spend so much fighting fires, you can't spend the money that's appropriated to prevent forest fires. You know, Smokey wants us to prevent forest fires. Don't you, Smokey? Well, that was USDA Secretary Sonny Perdue calling on Congress to give the Forest Service more dedicated funding to fight fires so the agency doesn't have to rate its own prevention funds to combat wildfires. The comments were made at the USDA swearing-in ceremony on Friday for new Forest Service Chief Tony Took. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, September 11th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dally.